Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Ellen DeGeneres' secret husband, Mark, Quentin Tarantino's weird obsession with Margot Robbie, and please somebody unwrap J-Lo's outfit already. And the winner is <laughs> Pantsuits. We are talking 77th Golden Globes on NBC. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I'm looking at everything, and I'm thinking the music has already started, but our speeches have only just begun. As we are talking, the 77th Golden Globes on NBC, we are talking all things about them. And I have an illustrious panel amongst us. We watched it together. We lived it together. And now we're talking about it together. All the way to my left's left, the red carpet diva herself, Kitty Kaboom. Thank you so much. Exploding onto the scene. Woo! I do what I can. With her expertise on all things red carpet, of course. Of course. We have the one and only, the award queen, the Emmy-nominated, Emily May. It's hey. in the building. That hey, hey, that hey deserved an Emmy, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not a Golden Globe. Not no a, offense. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. One day, one day, but guys, one day. Shame. A lot of women did not win today. We will talk about that. And of course, the glittery fashionista, the styled editrix. Yes. Ashley yeah. Fultz is in the building. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here today. Golden Globes. It's such a fun night. Yeah. And we are so excited to have you, of course, by we, I mean me. I am the host with the most. <laughs> Tehran Von Gosri, as we discuss the 77th Golden Globes, we will be breaking it down as thus. Of course, there are no Golden Globes without the style. We're going to talk some style no's and some yo's. We're going to talk about the host of the 77th Golden Globe, which one day will be me, but for now, it's Ricky Gervais. Such a hater, Kitty Kaboom. We're going to talk about the presenters. Did any of these presenters stand out? Did they stand up? Who (laughs) did we like and not like? The awards themselves, of course, we have to talk about awards. This is awards season Mm -hmm. as we are amongst it. Categories and nominations, we're going to break each and every one down. Some of the shows we've seen, some of the shows we haven't, some of the movies we've seen, some of the movies we hated. We're going to talk about those (laughs) Speeches. Felt the same way about these speeches. Some facts and figures as we throw them out amongst ourselves. And we're going to have a wonderful special segment, Speech to Me, which is we will each give a Golden Globe speech to finish off the show and so much more. Overall thoughts on this 77th Golden Globes on NBC. Kitty Kaboom. I mean, at this point, after 77 years of doing the exact same thing, I just look for something that just makes me go, wait, wait, what? What? what, 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 And nothing like that happened. I mean, there were the usual suspects, right? We like, we got the fashion. We got the people that we expected. We got the returns over and over and over. We got a couple of breakouts. I'll give them that. But yeah, it's pretty the same. A lot of white men doing their thing. (laughs) Which is completely understandable. Emily May, did you concur? 
You know, I, I, I definitely feel like it was kind of a basic award show. They have their format. They stick to it. Mm. Uh, you know, they have their, their host kind of go in and out. And, you know, everyone kind of waits to hear what the big speeches of the night are and the, the fashion. And so I think we had a few moments of both. Mm-hmm. And we'll dive into that. But I feel like it brought kind of the the classic... You know, Hollywood award show. Oh, that's nice. You classic. classic. You gave it classic. Right, you gave it cla- that was cute. I don't know if that the glittery Ashley yeah. Fultz would agree. I don't know that I would call it classic, but okay. But, but if it's been 77 years, that's a classic. That's true. If you say so. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good classic. I'm saying it's classic. You guys should follow each other on Facebook and fight it out there. Ashley, what did you think overall of this award show? I have to say I wasn't wowed, but also at the same time, it is what we all have come to expect from all the award shows mm-hmm. were there just to hear um, basically these actors and actresses get their nominations and get their awards and and it's just uh, a beautiful night where they're all celebrating and usually in a really great mood and dressed to the nines so I love seeing it and just tuning in whether something crazy happens or not but yeah did I want a little action to be going on for sure I did love Ellen and I definitely love Tom Hanks those were the two standout mm-hmm. moments of the night for me um, and of course the fashion was definitely the standout moment on the red carpet beforehand. That's usually my favorite part of the night. Um, But other than that, yeah, Ricky Gervais was just awkward per usual and it seemed like no one liked him and it was, I don't know, that was was my takeaway. Who knows if anyone likes Ricky Gervais besides (laughs) myself. I enjoy having a host with a comedic temperament. I did not see that from Ricky this year, nor did I see the speeches besides Michelle Williams who gave an elaborate, wonderful, and inspiring speech Mm -hmm, and used the platform for actual good. Mm -hmm. I did not see that from the speeches either. However, I would give it a classic night because it follows the format of the Golden Globes. True. We're not expecting the Oscars. No. Yet. No, no. As if That's the Oscars come with some amazing well, thing, too, and this but is we'll like get the to that. First, this is the first major award show of the season. Of the season. Yeah. You know, they, it, start off, it starts off the year. Right. And so, and it's unique because you have both TV and films, and they're combined. They're all in one room. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have a whole mix of Hollywood in there. And uh, so it makes it for a unique night. It I is a unique every night. minute. That's not true. So we will this discuss one of the things that I did not enjoy is the lack of diversity, whether it was racial diversity or gender diversity. Sure, we had women who won the typical quote unquote women awards. Mm-hmm. However, there was an apparent lack of diversity. What were your thoughts on this? For me, I mean, I, I feel like I did see more diversity than we usually see. Really? Yeah. Where do you see that at? I, I feel like in the past we haven't seen really any diversity. But mm. this year I feel like there were definitely a lot more women. Like we saw the first uh, woman or the only woman that was nominated in the um, sound the sound category tonight. The it was um, composition. Composition, yeah. composition. The score. Yeah. And that score. was amazing. The score. The and score. <laughs> and if you don't know where the voice of God came from, it is our <laughs> own God. It's our Purdue. Ryan <laughs> is in the back. Oh, the dynamic oh. duo, Ryan and myself, I mean, you know how that goes. Wasn't yeah. actually patched in for that, but yeah. yes, now I am patched you can't hear me. As Beautiful. The voice of God. Thank you for joining us. I mean, sir. one of the the category that has been discussed, you know, once the nominations came out, was best director. Yes. That for like Little Women, you know, Greta Gerwig, Greta Gerwig was wasn't not, nominated. Yeah. Which, you know, once you see Little Women, you'll understand why she should have been nominated. Totally. And so, you know, 
I, I think there is always room for improvement, and there definitely needs to have more voices in the room. Right. Unfortunately, the people that are voting for these awards, like, you can't vote unless you're in the I just Hollywood don't understand how after so all these to... years and we're saying the exact same thing year after yeah. year. And it's 77 the same thing. years. Exactly. I'm, I'm complete. Well, no. We haven't been crying about it for 77 years Someone because has. I don't think... Someone has. Someone's been in their mind crying about sure. it maybe, but it hasn't actually <laughs> been a thing. So it has been a thing right. for at least 10, at right. least 10 yeah. years. And so I'm a little, not even little, I'm a lot disappointed in the diversity or lack thereof. Um, I did think it was pretty sad to see that not only women, but yeah. I mean, the one person of color that won an award, he had to remind people that he actually has a show, and that's why he won. Nobody was clapping because probably, as Rami he said, Yusuf. nobody even knew yeah. Yeah. what the show was. Right. And I think that that's a sad state of affairs. Like, this is where we're at with it, really, of all the places that, you know, we've come up so far. You know, we love to say that. And Obama's right. been president. Come on, kitty. Yeah. I don't see it. Well, so that was sad. When it comes to the lack of diversity, I dislike forced diversity. However, there were a lot of good projects that came out this year Mm. that did represent people of color. And Ricky Gervais actually made a great mention, and it's unfortunate that it had to be mansplained, regarding no female directors. Mm -hmm. And the joke regarding, we're going to go back when studios just didn't hire female directors. Right. So that way it takes care of the problem. So when you say that it's there, but we just, what are we just not seeing it? Or what do you, when you say that there's the diversity is present, are we somehow it's going over our heads? I'm saying that it's not going over our heads, uh. the audience and the public. Yeah. It is unfortunately going over the voting members' the voting heads. Members. How is this and still happening? And when they are forcing uh. it, it turns out one way. Mm-hmm. And then when we feel that it's, it's been organic. accomplished, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. So how can we fix this? In your well, opinions. I think Michelle Williams made a great point tonight. You can't expect to get different results when, I mean, not to, you know, keep harping on the same thing, but when white men are at the helm of everything and they are the voters, what are they going to be voting for? That's People right, who Ryan. look like them. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. So, <laughs> I mean, we, you despite have the to... fact that the, the content is so diverse, they're still right. drawn to what they feel is a representation of their life, which is pretty much the, 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 the go-ahead for... I mean, yeah. the go-ahead. I mean, it's been too many years that it's the same narrative, and yeah. it's just right. sad. I mean, I feel like the only way really to... Uh, I feel like that's why more women are mm-hmm. are like creating their own production companies. Oh yeah, and starting their own and and hiring women. Reese Witherspoon, and, and Reese Witherspoon, yeah. and like Jennifer su- Aniston, and ju- supporting women and. Because we have to stick together mm-hmm. and we have to fight for what we want. And yeah, we do. <laughs> we need to stick together. To I agree. Our, we have to get our voice out there, and if we don't, then you know. Yeah, and it's not right. just women. You're right. It's, it's not just women. Well. But it's, it's a sad yeah, state but it's affair. Across the board. I'm tired of talking about it. Support. I'd like to see the representation actually but happen. Can we stop keep... having the conversation and actually move towards right. it happening? Can the... we have the happening part? When does that happen? I know. We got to keep working at it. That's why. And what does that? do like he said what would we, personally i would vote new people into office that would be my answer to this that would be my solution everyone right? has a story to be told including white males however there are a lot of stories that need to be told and we saw those a lot of stories were told of course with the style that was represented on the red carpet and within the award show itself a picture's worth a thousand words style is worth a million let's talk about some no's and some yo's <laughs> any no's that notably stood out 
Damn, I think we all have the same opinion. Sorry, J-Lo. I think we all got We love you. Like, Honey. cook food, girl. You kill it. But at the end of that, and I get it. You've been on the red carpet so many times. You've been in so many award shows. But this is the very first time you've been right. nominated for something of this caliber. Mm-hmm. So it would seem like you would come in your usual suspect's outfit. We would need to see body. Girl, you work hard on that thing. Why would you I have, know. like, a parachute with the bow? I didn't understand any yeah. of that. I mean, I she, she, she has such an incredible red carpet history. Yeah. Right. Fact that she exactly wore something that covers J Lo does that completely covers everything up. Here's the and thing about J Lo: she what loves to take a risk, and she definitely loves to play with fashion. She's a total fashionista. She has two of the biggest stylists in Hollywood, mm. Rob and Marielle, and I think they wanted to do something really different here with her, but. Honestly, I it was feel a like it too fell different. flat. Yeah, it, too it looked like yeah. she was a present. Jenny honestly. from the block should have left that outfit on the block. It's too close <laughs> no to Christmas. Question. We're only two weeks off from Christmas, right? she and she looks looked ridiculous. like a Christmas present. I love her, but that's just honestly not just my us. Takeaway. Of course. The internet the, is the social yeah. media sphere Twitter has been going crazy. She has yeah. become a meme. Ryan, are we manning our online presence right now? <laughs> We need that chat coming live. And, of course, we appreciate each and every one of you who writes and comments. We love your opinions. Of course. DM, tag your friends. Make sure they're tuning in. But more so a part of this panel than all of us. I mean, if you weren't there to watch us, there would be no us. So we sincerely appreciate it. Yes, we do. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate all of you. (laughs) And the back and forth in the whole situation. Any other no's that stuck, stuck out in your mind? Um... There weren't a whole lot. I had a couple no's. I had Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was a no. I'm sorry. Taylor Swift did look like... Tay Tay, I love you. No, I don't love you. And you look the best. The print was not amazing. And the fit was not amazing. It looked too big on her. It didn't do her any favors. She is tiny. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I just did not love the way it swallowed her up. Yeah, it was kind of like a tie-dye. That's what I was about to say. It's very tie-dye-ish. Which just didn't work for her like skin tone. Charlie's there on the green and black. The green and black was weird. With the one boob and the green and the yellow. It gave her a little pooch. Why the boob Like What was the fupa about? Yeah, the whole thing didn't work for me. And that color green was not sophisticated. It's not on trend. And how hard is it to make her look bad? She's freaking gorgeous. So to put idiot on her, I didn't get it. Dakota Fanning gotta know. Oh, First yeah. of all, Dakota Fanning looks ridiculous to me. <laughs> I mean, she looked like a kid that just got kicked Fell out, out of, of her. Hogwarts? That or <laughs> or like junior high prom. How old is Those she now? Those dumb glasses. Is she still a kid? She's like 18, She's right? Nine, early and 20s. she looks early 12. 20s. She, did she look looks stupid. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't I think feel she like looked terrible, but again, I didn't think it was doing her any favors. Yeah. And, yeah. and she didn't stand out. That's the thing. I think when you're dressing for an award show like the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. you really want to make a statement and an impact. And it's your big night to shine. It's like our prom night. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. But yeah. she literally looked like but prom. I did right? notice That's not a good that thing. I did notice throughout the night there was a few dresses where there was a lot of big puffy sleeves. That's a huge trend so right now. There yeah. was like Beyonce had, Kate had big Kate Blanchard had big sleeves. Like mm-hmm. it was a trend. And so yeah. You know, Dakota Fanning had like the what was it, lavender? I think it was lavender. It was or a pink, yeah, but it was pink. It's yeah, hard to tell on camera. But and yeah, just so for it, the record, Dakota Fanning is twenty five years old. Let's talk about some yos. Some of the yos that stood out, pantsuits were the clear winner this year. However, yes. we had some yos where people were like, yo, <laughs> Patricia Arquette. That got a yo. Maybe not she for the outfit, good. but for the outfit. Definitely. The sunnies, you guys. Oh, my God. That's what she do, boo. She went with it. 
bitch. She's so cool. She, she's way too cool. I have for to school. say, Patricia Arquette is is the type of person that she just goes for it, mm-hmm. and she brings it, and yeah. and like in her speeches, in her outfits, and so her speech was her killer too. Yeah, yeah, performances. I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every part of her. Her performances are always amazing. Oh, well, we very, saw a lot of her. Yeah, we and saw she a lot did of her. Yeah, that's what you're showing up with the globes, baby. I have to say, I loved uh, Scarlett Johansson's dress. Scarlett she Johansson got a yell. Yeah, she was in Vera Wang, a, a red, gorgeous um, sweetheart neckline Vera Wang. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful ball gown. I love that one. I feel like that was like a classic Hollywood. She really can't go wrong. I feel like she does usually pick a very classic look. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It a worked lot. really well for her. Yeah, and it was good. Uh, a good highlight from when she presented. Helen Moran got her yo. First of she all, you can't amazing. Helen Moran is such a classic like indivi- like as a human being from she top is. to bottom. I've never been disappointed right. at what she has to say, at how she looks, how, how she presents herself. She's very well put together. Yeah. She's always classy. And she, she looks, looks amazing for her age. Oh, guys, I hate when we say the for the age know, thing. Right. I know it's really She but, looks amazing, period. Just yeah, period. period. Looks period. great. Hands down. Yeah, she was dope. She's stunning. But she she, always uh, Priyanka is. Chopra got a yo. Oh. Yes, she did. The bright pink was that fuchsia was oh, everything. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I love the fact that she got ass, mm, sorry, butt and hips like a real woman. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't have any problems with hiding behind things right. to try to mask it or like minimize it. She's like, this is me. These are my curves and I'm proud of yeah, it. Yeah, well, she usually picks like really bold colors she on the red really carpet because yeah. they work really well with her skin tone. And yes. she, and, like, she knows the colors that work for her. Yeah. And she really just takes it. And went with it, and it really, it really was beautiful. I think so too. My pick of the night, I have to say, I was obsessed with Zoe Deutsch. I believe that's how you say her last name. I loved her in The Politician. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. Um, and tonight, she was stunning in this really vibrant canary I agree. wool mm-hmm. jumpsuit. You cannot yeah. tell it was a jumpsuit from far away. You right, but then when she started dress. walking, you're like, what? Right. pants? She looked amazing, and I actually looked it up, and um, basically, she was wearing a. Fendi wool jumpsuit, okay. and she had 110 carats of diamonds oh in her necklace with a blue stone. I was like, Gucci girl, did she have a security that. guard with her? I'm sure she did have security trailing behind. Usually yeah. you do. It yeah. was Harry Winston diamonds, oh, and yeah, I'm Harry sure it cost was, a fortune. Harry Winston himself um, was there yeah, watching. Was there watching, making sure. <laughs> the spirit of Harry Winston. It was amazing. We saw a lot of glasses on. That yeah. was interesting. On a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. We saw these colorful glasses. Of course, Elton John, who's mm-hmm. known for the glasses, almost to the point where taking them off was the first time we've ever seen his natural that eyes. That was weird. Yeah. Harvey was like, Wait, Keitel, Brian yeah. Cox, even Patricia Arquette rocked some glasses. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, there was a, a lot of sunnies going on. It's a big trend right now. I, I think it is trendy. I don't think it's it, Yeah, look at your yeah, trend. My, my glasses <laughs> aren't trendy. It's so <laughs> Even though they're Fendi. So we saw a lot of glasses being rocked on the red carpet, a lot of the styles. Any last comments on the styles that stuck out in your mind? I mean, I loved that, like, Katie McKinnon, like, there was these great sparkly suits that the women were wearing because, um, and then um, Phoebe... Ellen DeGeneres. Phoebe Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Right? Um, so I feel like it was a really, like, I would totally do that because that's yeah. comfy. You can still be glitzy and glamorous and, you know, look really fabulous. Although I bet carpet. they're really heavy. If you've ever worn anything mm-hmm. hand-beaded like that, those those suits are probably still, like, 
they look comfortable, but are they really? I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. But they're probably a lot gorgeous. more comfortable than like a dress that you have to be aware of and yeah. pull up when you're walking up yeah. the stairs and pull up when you cross your legs. But I loved it. I loved that. Yada, yada. Yeah. The, definitely the suit, uh, the pantsuit was a winner. No questions, hand down. I thought I really for me appreciated too, that. Um, Reese looked insane tonight. Yeah? Reese is killing it in everything she does, every aspect. She has so many shows. She is producing so much. And tonight she showed up in all white. She just looked very simple yet so glamorous her makeup was flawless her hair was slicked back she just looked just very less is more yeah less less is is more more. and she doesn't have to prove anything to anybody because she's already done so in everything that she's done and this year i feel like is her year i don't know why i'm having a brain fart but what's the woman's name that stood beside head uh no tiffany haddish that presented the award selma Selma hayek Hayek. first of all she can never go wrong as we all know she is drop dead Gorgeous. Yes. The figure gorgeous. is totally. ridiculous. Yeah. Why she showed up with her own Golden Globe so that all the world could see. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And she had a very simple, basic outfit, but yeah. she just can't go wrong. And every time, she's yeah. just such a class act. She I love really to is. see her show and, up. And Tiffany Haddish looked really great too. She did. Amazing. Like, I like that fuchsia outfit. And I love how she just came out and she presented and just was herself. And when that is she was ever not her? Yeah. When is she I ever know, not her? Yeah. She's never ever like conformed or said, okay, what's well, this is my time to like show up to the party or to the table they've invited me for a seat at the table mm-hmm. so I have to kind of conform and fit into no never ever yeah. ever has she and that's what makes her so relatable so mm-hmm. enjoyable yeah. and you want to go see her films because you know that she's not yeah. going to pull any punches she's real yeah but totally. when they presented together it was like a good balance it was a good, it was a good balance, balance. Yeah. yeah it was cute it was good it was fun and of course Like a Boss is coming out so please check that out I'm Tiff we know we love you let's talk about the host Ricky Gervais we've seen Ricky before and and as the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press pointed out, maybe we will not see him again. <laughs> it looks that way. Well, that was like the running joke. He even said it like, oh, this is the last time you're going to see me. So I'm Probably. going for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm he said just it's the last time the last time, just to point that out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't see him very much. We did notice, right? You made the comment yeah. that we saw him at the top. We saw him maybe, maybe a little bit in. sprinkled in the middle. Right. But clearly he said some things that they were not too happy about. So they cut the mic. They not as much as we thought. Typically, Ricky Gervais has pushed that pushed envelope as far as possible. Definitely called uh, President of the Hollywood Foreign Press a vegetable, Lorenzo yeah. yes. uh, Soria, yeah. and also made mention of Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. in the what? You guys did it. Yeah. That was, right, that was a strong hilarious. one. I didn't do it. He I'm also just... told them STFU to the yeah. whole audience. Right. And he was kind of like zero Fs given all night to them. He His only joke or like, I feel like stream of jokes were all about the actual actors and actresses in the audience mm-hmm. and he was just going for it he really didn't care what they thought he said it should be a night of Netflix since they were basically taking all the mm-hmm. awards then he called Apple said they were running sweatshops <laughs> I was like oh gosh right, where are we awkward. going with yeah, this I don't yeah, know his, stop it, you know, his opening monologue had like a mix of like tr- like a little bit of truth but like trying to be hidden in a joke that's the and best so, part but of I comedy but I literally can't is, catch my but, breath right now for the joke so <laughs> I mean at the end of the day whether or not it was offensive or not he got the laughs that he, he he's did. a comedian he did. And, like, and he pushed the and, envelope and clearly he and, got what he needed yeah and in the beginning you know near the end of his monologue he was he called called the actors out that 
want when they go up to do their their acceptance speech to not like get political and to make it. And of course know. they did. And uh, you know, and not of as course many as possible as usual. To. to be honest, that's true. Um, yeah, that's so, true. Well, somebody got a little scared, so but I appreciate the brave I, ones that were willing to speak. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't as uh, controversial his opening monologue as it could have been. That's true. It just made me cringe, though. I, I yeah. was not comfortable with it yeah. at all, and I felt like I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to be comfortable. Can we get a new host? So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's well, not I, working for they've him. They've tried that. It didn't work out. That's true. Just don't. I don't want to <laughs> sit in my comfort zone ever about anything. No. I want to be uncomfortable. Or it I want can to be push like the, the Emmys where there was no host. And that did so well. I feel like that's just boring. We we have to have a host. That sucked. We all yeah. know it's like I mean, yeah. we were it literally like, wait, wait, is it still on? What's oh, happening? My bad. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. we didn't see so horrible. much. But we didn't see so much of Ricky Gervais. Throughout this show, that like that he made the we, show. Yeah, right. he didn't really yeah. make well, the show. Yeah, been, but he definitely so, contributed. That could to have our been a laughter. production note. That could have been uh, stop letting him go out <laughs> after a couple of yeah. things were said. Yeah. Simply because of how we did end with the kill me, we're nearly done, and the Harvey Weinstein joke, which clearly yes. was not. Uh, no one, no one gave the okay on that one. That <laughs> one was. No, that was when, you could tell when he was reading off the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no question. It but was not ex- in a teleprompter. That's what I took from it. I was like, sure. if he's having to read off a card, which right. I saw him do multiple mm-hmm. times, these are his side jokes that he does not want anyone else seeing in the teleprompter. I was no. kind of surprised at how there was not so much mention of Weinstein or Matt Lauer or Kevin Spacey or any of the usual suspects. But again, he didn't have the airtime to cover all that. He literally, we saw him maybe, what, four times throughout the show? There weren't that many. That's no. true. Times. But he did so. make sure that he made mention. I would love so to know got in there if you all loved Ricky Gervais at home. Let us know in the, yes. in yes. the, yeah. cover, the comments How do you below. Feel? What were your thoughts we on that. Ricky? Comment us. Yeah. Any presenters stand out? Any presenters, the duos, stand out in your minds? Mm. Sheesh, I want to say something. You open the show with Jen and Reese, which I thought was really great because I I love them. them, But there was nothing outstanding besides just knowing like that they're doing the morning show, that they're total boss babes and they're Mm -hmm. really killing it right now. Um, And they're so supportive of other women in the industry, which I really love. I will say, I don't know about presenters. I got to give that some more thought because nothing comes to mind. But I will say that your man, Mr. Uh, Jaquan, Jaquin, how do you pronounce it? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, why am I trying to call him a J? (laughs) Thank you. The fact that he put his award down on the floor and then proceeded to just talk nonsensical. I mean, what did we expect? Like, that's kind of his steez, right? Oh, we're like, going to definitely get into speeches. Okay. We're going to okay. speeches. My bad. Like, Presenter Presenter. Presenters. I feel yeah. like Katie McKinnon was like, her intro she was, for Ellen DeGeneres was a beautiful introduction to it that was. award. And I think it spoke to a lot and touched a lot of people that were watching. Yeah. And I think it was a really authentic moment that I really appreciate it. I loved it too. As did I. Well, for me, it's going to have to be Will Ferrell and Pierce Brosnan, who were my spirit animals alongside Tiffany Haddish and Salma Hayek, who were completed my soul. That's That's who they were to me. Wow, your soul. And here I was under the impression that you didn't have one. That is awesome. Let's talk about some of these big awards that we did see. We saw Tom Hanks win a big award. Mm -hmm. We saw Ellen DeGeneres win a big award. Uh, And we also, of course, enjoyed their presentations as well. Let's talk about Ellen DeGeneres winning the Carol Burnett Award for mm-hmm. Excellence in Television and Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Kate yeah. McKinnon. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, Kate McKinnon to me, is a hell of an actress. She's really good at what she does. The fact that she's able to morph into these characters and literally like become them and give us the impression that we all find to laugh at is great. So for her to be the presenter for Ellen, I thought was befitting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's 
Ellen DeGeneres has gone through so much in the span of her career, personally and professionally. And so I think it's such a wonderful and powerful moment to have her receive this award. And, like, I got teary-eyed, like, during the montage part Mm. because she has gone through so much and had to sacrifice a lot. And the fact that she does give back and she does try to spread kindness and mm-hmm. humor and love because mm-hmm. the world is is so crazy mm-hmm. um, that I think that yes this is like another award to add to her canon but she's also seems to be such a great person yeah I was I was honestly just it made me stop and think you never really think how much Ellen has done in her career but the fact that she's had her show on for 17 years blew my mind I didn't know it was that long and it did make me sit back and think wow she does give so much back to the community she's always so uplifting Um, she's so inspiring just to watch and then the fact that she had to come out on the show and then she lost the show and everything Mm -hmm. that's happened to her and she's overcome everything and I feel like she is the new Oprah like she you know Oprah had that talk show forever and we all just she was like our everything Mm -hmm. and now I mean obviously Oprah is still everything she's the queen let's be clear let's be clear Oprah and Ellen still Ellen and we let them have their own ways Ellen has taken over the talk show realm of things though and she's done a great job with it because remember Oprah used to like you get a car and you get a car and Ellen's giving so much back to the community you get a scholarship you get a scholarship exactly she does a great deal of work in that was wonderful she gave it was funny she touched on my husband Mark and (laughs) we know she doesn't have with a husband she doesn't have and of course Katie McKinnon talking about her own gayness was very open and revealing. So that was a great way to have it. Tom Hanks also won a huge award, Cecil B. DeMille Award, Charlize Theron, and Tom Hanks. But let's get into some of the real awards that we love to talk about. Wait, so is much. Tom Hanks not a real award? <laughs> that is a pretty is awesome award. award. And he is the movie soundtrack to our lives. But he kind of is. What else is. is very real is that we have 10 minutes left to go <laughs> over a lot of things. <laughs> and as much as I appreciate, I would love to talk about the best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Of course, yeah. we have the usual suspects, Kathy Bates, Annette Benning, Jennifer Lopez, Margot Robbie, Jennifer Lopez, who is nice as a newcomer for Hustlers mm-hmm. but of course Laura Dern yes. won for Marriage Story yes. as she should I loved her in Marriage Story I also just saw Little Women and was obsessed with her in Little Women too she did a phenomenal job and she so deserved this award she's definitely been um, a staple on the scene forever we actually saw her in a clip on <laughs> Ellen's show back in the day which I forgot that she was on that show but yeah. I love her on I the coming out phenomenal. moment of all shows right yeah and then of course on Big Little Lies I'm a huge fan of her too. Oh so my she's goodness. killing it right now she is and that character on Big Little Lies impressed me so well because I've never seen her take that stance you know right. what I mean it's always dope to see an actor that you look at as like cuddly and lovable and, and a positive mom. and a mom yeah. and then come on the screen and just be like ah, 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 yeah. and it's yeah. like what is happening right now I mean so I, yeah I yeah. appreciated the hell out of that yeah I mean Laura Laura Dern's portrayal of the the lawyer in yeah. Marriage Story yes. is such uh, so authentic yeah. so real um, it's a strong powerful woman it's mm-hmm. really well written mm-hmm. and she has been a staple of Hollywood yeah. and movies and TV for a really long time did so you guys think that that role was authentic or I'll say this did you think that the woman that she was portraying was authentic like, I know I someone just out. like her no. it do totally you? in the Hollywood scene saying, oh, that's I a power like, attorney no. yes. I, was like, I feel like when you're when you're that type of like divorce attorney yeah. you definitely have to, to mm-hmm. be like that especially yeah. okay. I feel like if 
it was reversed um uh if the genders were reversed mm-hmm. it might we might think something differently but i feel like because she's a woman and playing some that's right i'm that woman thank yeah. you laura dunn for speaking <laughs> oh, people like Lord. me yes. we also had a best okay. performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture of course yeah. al pacino joe pesci mm-hmm. so the who's who of the mafia mm-hmm. tom hanks uh for beautiful day in the neighborhood anthony hopkins or should i say sir anthony hopkins <laughs> and winner is brad, brad i'm so good looking we didn't see that wow. coming at all. Once upon no. a time yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, that's a surprise win. It was. You know? Brad Pitt he was, was really much good. Deserved, though. He was really yeah, good. It's, it's been a while since he's been kind of in a role like this. What did you say? 1995? 1995, I think, was the last win he got uh, that's Golden Globe. Crazy. Wow. That I is just, literally. I told you guys this earlier. Oh, I thought he played the best redneck. Brad Pitt is a glamorous movie star in is all he? of our eyes. Uh, to me, he is. And in this movie, I I totally believed he was like this, like living in a trailer, sort of like. So you believed he was Matthew McConaughey when he was really. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But Matthew McConaughey, no, Sean Oklahoma. Let's, let's be not clear. No, 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 no. Oklahoma. Let's... You can take the movie star out of Shawnee, Oklahoma, but you can't take the Shawnee, Oklahoma out of, out of the, the movie, movie star. star. At the end of the day, I appreciated his role in this movie. Yeah. I thought he played it in such. There was a comfortable ease to it that I Definitely. really related to. I am nowhere near somebody's country redneck, clearly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I do like the fact that everything about the role was just like, you need me to drive you, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Like, it, it, there was no conflict. There was no angst. There was no back and forth. So it seemed as though it was a role that he could easily have fallen into. But the wrong yeah. person casting it might have screwed that up. So he was deserving. Any yeah. surprises in the nominations in this category? Tom Hanks, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Joe Pesci. Al Pacino and of course the winner Brad Pitt I mean the who's who right, right. I mean it is the who's who I mean uh, yeah I mean the Irishman obviously two nominations I think I think he yeah the Irishman was the favorite I, yeah I think the Irishman win, was the favorite Brad Pitt was a total surprise yeah it and, was a surprise for yeah. us I yeah and I like, really what? really really enjoyed him <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed his role actually more than I did that of Leonardo DiCaprio not that he didn't kill it but it was right. just a, the different character definitely struck me as more authentic than the other well another big surprise was of course for the win for a movie that hasn't come out yet at least to the general public <laughs> however no. came out Christmas Day for everyone in limited release Sam Mendes wins Best Director of Motion Picture for 1917, yeah. alongside the nominees Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Todd okay, Phillips for Joker, Joker, Martin Scorsese for Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time mm, in Hollywood. Yeah. We did see a lot of Tarantino, so don't worry, Tarantino fans. Yeah. Sam Mendes, 1917. I mean, this is a huge surprise because it's been in a limited release. We've seen a lot more marketing coming out. I think in a week, they said it was going to release the official for wide the official release. wide release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a lot of like technical Technological cine- cinematography elements that uh, and that they used for this film that are that's going to come out. You, you can read all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they um, use the cameras and stuff, and um, it's g- going to be like another uh, epic war story. No uh, question and, about that. Yeah, no question about that. I wish so I would have had a bigger chance to see it. I yeah, would have seen would, it before yeah. tonight. But Not me. I don't want all that heavy stuff on my psyche. But <laughs> I can pick and choose how much I put into yeah. myself. I can't deal with all that. I'm glad that he won. Obviously, yeah. he deserved it. Well, that's not obvious, but I'm glad that he got it. I'm yeah. glad if, if he was deserving of it because of whatever, yeah. the cinematography, the casting, the writing, the, all the things yeah. that we can imagine that went into this project, awesome. Yeah. I just have to bide my time in terms yeah. of what yeah. I... 
Yeah, gotta balance it out. A little comedy, a yeah. little heavy. <laughs> but it's amazing that he went, was going yeah. with Martin Scorsese and then you get it. I know. Incredible. We always think Scorsese's gonna it's, win. It's yeah. Scorsese, people. Best <laughs> screenplay went to Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. once upon a time in Hollywood. And when you win for best screenplay, you, you can only gonna, thank yourself. I mean, you write your own you checks. Wrote it, right? right. You wrote, uh, alongside, and that's what he let us know. And Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won for Parasite, Anthony McCartan for Two Popes, and Steven Zalian for The Irishman. So mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino comes up on top for that one. Well-deserved, yes or no? Mm. Mm, a lot of mm. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed Hollywood. I, I thought that was once upon a time in Hollywood was well done. I thought it, it was really good. I did too. I thought some breakout play, roles. I think that would be a. I don't know. I don't. I can't decide on that one. I think I would probably give it to Marriage Story. As over, would I. Yeah. I think I would too. Well, yeah. one that seemed very deserving. As I heard the screams when they won Best Motion Picture Animated went to Missing Link. Frozen Two, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden yes. World, Lion King, and Toy Lion Story Four. Lion King. I thought was going to take it. Guys. No, it's no, that's guys. because of the name power. That is totally yeah. because of who was in it, who okay. voiced these characters. That doesn't mean they're amazing. Please yeah. be hot. Yes. Don't come for me. If you have, I not- love Beyonce say to death but at the end of the day as a voiceover actor this is how I make my part of my living I just don't think that she is the everything of everything Mm -hmm. she everybody has their space and their place and Emily May is a big fan of the missing I am such I love Beyonce but I have to say (laughs) Missing Link is one of the best animated films I have seen in years and it is you you have to watch all the behind the scenes stuff about mm-hmm. how they made it. How, it what is kind of so film? incredible. It's, it's, it's stop motion. Stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah. It's so incredible. They have like live sets. They're painting and miniature sets. It's so incredible. And like Frozen's fun and Lion King is fun. But this is so it's well done. so it's innovative. Well done. And so original. Well, on yeah, a budget of $100 million and a box office of 26.2, it does need more viewers, it but it doesn't it does. need any more awards because it definitely won. <laughs> we have Good a best motion picture for foreign language. Yes. I don't know how many of us watched it. However, something that was brought up was when Parasite won, Bong Joon-ho spoke to Kitty Kaboom regarding subtitles. He spoke to me directly. Yes. Directly. Yes. You made a you comment, a comment. And, and then beating he spoke. Up Rob, Pain and Glory, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and mm-hmm. The Farewell, Parasite, and the director said, we need to learn to read more subtitles well, and not let Well, what he said it was, if you're able to see past that, if you, exactly. The one-inch barrier. Th- there we go. Yes, he called it the one-inch exactly. barrier and said, basically, people are not willing to sit still and watch certain movies because they have to do the work of actually watching, processing it through reading. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sad. As an avid reader myself, I have no problems with subtitles. I think it is sad that we are not willing to be a part of a whole new genre or a new pool of um, interest simply because we have to read. That speaks so much to American laziness. I don't want to get into that. That's a whole rabbit hole we'll go down. But yeah, yeah I yeah. did. You're right. He said something. I said something and then he responded. He like, did respond. I hear you, he girl. did respond and I'm putting on the music because we were talking best original <laughs> score, motion picture in a male dominated field. Yes. We did have the winner. Mm-hmm. Deservedly so. Hilda Golden Joker won uh-uh. the award. Do it again, boo. Do it again. Yes. I don't even know if she could do it again. Let's discuss she Hilda. Yes. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, you know, she won for the Joker, and and she also just the last Emmy Award she won for uh, Chernobyl. Yes, uh, for score. And Another so again, she's movie. a she's a a very heavy, <laughs> uh, very heavy uh, movie. So uh, 
again, she's a powerhouse. Yeah. And I am so happy to see a woman take this category. Me too. And represent it because, you know, score and music, it helps tell the story just as much as the actors and just as much as casting and writing. Yes. And so I'm, I, I'm super happy for her and excited to see this win. Well, we had a Best Original Song, and of course, it's no surprise that Elton John, uh, I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Elton John and Bernie Taupin won, yeah. beating out Cats, Beautiful Ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, Into the Unknown, and of course, Beautiful Ghosts, by the way, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who has enough awards to yeah, make exactly. a house of his own, right. yeah. Into the Unknown, um, from Frozen 2, Spirit mm-hmm. from Lion King, and Stand Up, which was the surprise put out because it was on the movie Harriet. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to love me again, Elton John. I don't think there was a surprise there, no? No. Not at all. Elton Not John's all. supposed it, to win yeah. that. Pop, it's a original pick. song. It's a popular pick. It's yeah, it goes pick. without saying. Yeah. Yes. Plus it's Elton. Give him his flowers while it's Another still very here. popular <laughs> pick was the best television series, a drama, Succession. <laughs> it was the name that was mentioned time and time again, beating out Big Little Lies, The Ew. Crown. The Crown, Killing Eve, and The Morning Show, which won... Was nominated for awards, but no one felt that it deserved it. I didn't no. get that. I'm not a what, Succession fan. No, I'm just not. I, like, I watched it. I tried. I got. In, I did my best to get into it. That's all I can say. There were definitely shows that moved me in, in way greater. The Politician was amazing. I'm with you on everything yeah, you're right? saying right now. Succession, I only, I think, got five episodes in, and I kind of You watched for five and yeah. you were good? I watched for two. It was just like, this I heard is season nonsense. two is better, though. Yeah. I when you have to say things past- like season two is better, maybe it's not that exactly. good. Exactly. That's a problem. That Succession has a lot of fans. So what do you think Huge got people hype and got them to win these awards? Because for me, I was literally like, you've got to be kidding me. This is... N- it was just stupid. I didn't see the. Uh, I well, didn't I wanted enjoy the it. crown to really win too, and I and the I, crown is so well done. Yeah, the crown is the crown an amazing show. Yeah. It's yeah. a lovely performance. Yeah. I'm part of that after show, so if you're watching us on After Buzz, make sure yes. to tell your friends to. And I'm part of Succession. Show. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> so you suck. We've succeeded from Ryan. <laughs> Best television series, <laughs> musical or comedy. That was very mean, Kitty Kaboom. But we expect that from Kitty Kaboom. Fleabag hey. one beating out Barry, the Kaminsky Method, marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. which is usually it's the right. one that wins that's everything. the one that's and the sweet. politician Fleabag that is the newcomer I'm clearly totally there's a cult following to Fleabag so I totally get this I'm personally not a fan it's Again, one of those shows, all my friends said you have to watch it. Right. I got four episodes in, and it's just the humor is not my type of humor. Um, so I had to move on, and I was really hoping uh, for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to As take was this I. one. Yeah. But, She's well, really good at what she does. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but Fleabag is like, this is like finishing its award season. Like, it won yes. tons of Emmys. And right. So it's just going to fill... And it's the newcomer. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has seen a lot of success and has garnered a lot of awards in past uh, award seasons. Mm -hmm. So... It's okay. We'll get Fleabag this yeah, one. Yeah, sometimes on like <laughs> later seasons they don't win we'll as many awards. We'll concede the Fleabag this time. I, guess. <laughs> I don't but think you suck, Ryan. Just to let you know, I don't think you suck. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> don't make that a thing. We're going to have to highlight some things very quickly. Best television yes. limited series, Chernobyl, also not a surprise. Uh, only one that came in close was, of course, Foss for Dawn. Yes. Um, best performance by an actress, limited series, Michelle Williams, and that amazing speech she gave. Incredible. That we need that to speak about. That was epic! That speech, please. She yeah, is, I mean, not she my place just, to even speak on. It spoke to my soul. But this is what she does, though, right? Like, you've never ever seen her in a public forum where she shied away from anything that spoke to her soul. 
period, point blank. Going bar, as far back as 10 years when she was with Heath Ledger and he right. passed away and people just kept delving into her personal and trying to get stuff out of her and she was like, check this out. I'm going to say this one time and one time only. That was my husband. I loved him. We had a kid together. Done. He's yeah. over. He's gone. I'm moving. We don't need to, like, you're not about to, you know what I mean? Poke the bear. I'm okay yeah. with my life. I really am inspired by this woman because she keeps showing us time and time again that she stands grounded in her belief. Mm -hmm. She will not shy away from what she believes in and she will not allow you to bully her into silencing or manipulating her words so that she doesn't come out the victor. I love that she spoke and who was in the background cheering her on? Tiffany Breach. She was like, go, go. That's right, pro-choice. I mean, yeah. Because you have a lot of the same people voting on our movies voting, voting on, on women's bodies. Right. So her whole stance tonight was about women's right to choose. And I think coming from a person like Michelle Williams, who is so classy and elegant, and honestly, she's really quiet a lot of the she time. Is. When you see her in, in interviews, she's definitely conservative. So to see her speak her truth and devote her entire acceptance speech to bettering our right. community and our lives and, and females' lives, mm-hmm. I thought was just so commendable and amazing. And she looked gorgeous while doing it. How about that? Yeah, I loved it. I loved seeing her. The Amazon was probably the only thing that was discussed as much, if not more, than women's rights. Australia. I'm sorry, what did I say? Amazon. They're all on fire. That's what makes it worse. Best performance by an actor, Russell Crowe. Didn't even know he was on a show. Best performance by an actress in a television series, Olivia Coleman from The Crown, who everyone was excited for. Yes. And gave the most English of all speeches as she came in. At the end, even now, it's going to wing. At the end, Exactly. Best performance by an actor in a television series, Brian Cox for Succession. We were all hoping for Billy Porter from Pose. Best performance by an actress, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fleabag. Mm, Best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. I have to give a shout out to my brother in arms, Rami Youssef, Egyptian's own. Rami was an amazing show for any of those who have not seen it on Hulu. Mm -hmm. It is not the Arab tale. It is not the Middle Eastern story. It is not even the Arab American story, which it is about. It is specifically about Rami, and it's true to who he is. Is, and I'm very proud of him. As Best performance should. by an actress, Patricia Arquette, who we all loved. Yes. And yes. we know the big awards. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role, Stellan Skarsgård, who now has eyebrows. And best performance <laughs> by an actress, Patricia Arquette, and we act. Also, we didn't mention uh, Renee Zellweger. Yes. yes. Renee Zellweger, her big win. I was shocked that she took that award. It's her comeback story, it's right? Her comeback it's story. amazing. She said she hadn't been there in 17 years. Yes. Wow. Which was crazy. Um, and she honestly did a phenomenal job. I actually watched Judy last night. Did you? I did. Mm-hmm. And it made me cry. It was Aww. just so, like, I started researching Judy so much after. She did not remind me of Renee Zellweger. She had me totally convinced oh, yeah, that she, she was, was Judy. Her. Right. And, yeah. and Judy Garland <laughs> is such an iconic uh, iconic artist. And everyone, everyone knows who she is. And so right. to play such a role and be completely blown away and, like, completely transform yourself. Yes in a way that like you can't even tell the difference um, takes a, a huge team and I think it's a testament she was to, so deserving. to the work that Renee did to prepare for it. Yeah. Can we just speak for a minute about how Holly Weird does what it does? It's not even about what you did last, it's about what you're doing currently. Oh, it's no all about one what wants you're doing to care, No one wants to hear about what you might have been picked for, what right. you have an audition for, what you might be up for, none of that matters. So I say that to say
say for Renee to show up. Yeah. 17. Are you freaking kidding yeah. me? The fact that they allowed her to audition for this role, let yeah. alone give it to her and believe enough in her to say that we're going to put all forces behind you and we believe that your hiatus was, you know, obviously it was self-imposed and she decided that's what she wanted to do was step away. But how many actors do you know, know. that are able to do that, come back, and then win an award? Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Let's talk about best motion picture <laughs> drama 1917, best motion picture musical or comedy yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But yeah. talk about it, I mean, we're just going to make sure that you know that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to our very fun last minute special segment speech to me. I want a quick two sentence speech that you would give if you won a Golden Globe, Kitty Kaboom. Thank you so much for just inviting me to the party. I'm so grateful to be here. I cannot believe that this is happening. I have to give all honor and glory to my higher power. I believe everything happens for a reason. My son is awesome. My mom is even better. I'm just so excited. I don't want to cry, so I'm going to go. Run-on sentences can be your <laughs> power. Let's talk Emily May. Golden Globe. Thank you so much. This is an incredible, incredible honor. I am so excited. This is like the night of my life. Uh, thank you to my husband who brings me coffee all the time. And for everyone that worked on this uh, show, it means the world to me. <laughs> Ashley. Oh my god, you guys, I can't believe I'm winning tonight. Thank you so much. This has been a lifetime dream. Thank you to my husband and my son, Smith. I love you guys so much. You're my everything. And of course, mine would be, hey, Karen, remember me? How about prom now, huh, Karen? <laughs> That's right, 77th Golden Globes on NBC with style with the panel of Harlem Golden Globe trotters. None of us are from Harlem, and none of us have Golden Globes. You know where Let's I'm from. find you if you want to be found, Kitty Kaboom. My name is Kitty Kaboom. You can find me on IG at at K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. You can find me at Emily May Heller on all social media platforms. And I will be doing that, Emily May. And, of course, Ashley Fultz. You can find me at Ashley Fultz on Instagram and the Style Editrix on Twitter and other social media channels. Right. And, of course, I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the board. And find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows, too. Until the 78th Golden Globe, where I may or may not be hosting, we bid you farewell (laughs) and hope to see you again. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 